Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy baldwin Mahone, And I'm Karen Campbell. Beautiful outside, right? It is. It's 70 degrees. Is it going to rain again? Tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. 80% chance. It's so funny. My daughter's here from Texas, and she said, Mom, it's so green here. I've never seen it so green. I was like, well... We've had a little bit of rain. So. A little bit of rain. And the flowers are beautiful. The flowers mm-hmm. are starting to really come up on the... Yeah, we drove to Pismo and the flower, the wildflowers on the side of the road, beautiful. Big yellow, orange, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, exactly. So how was your week? Good. So good, good, good. Um, my daughter was in town, so, you know, we played a lot. And then, of course, real estate. Good. I have a listing, 312 Rogers in Imperial Mobile Home Park. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, upgraded. Very, very nice. Um, it is 373 thousand um, dollars and the space rent out there is 758 I believe and it's just very very nice shows well it'll be open tomorrow from noon to three and so that's a good one how about you well I've had a busy week as well I've got a new listing coming up on Rosewood in Camarillo it is an end unit it's a three bedroom three bath um, completely remodeled New flooring, new baseboards, new granite, new kitchen, new bathrooms. Is that tri-level, you said, or no? It's a tri-level. Okay. Mm -hmm. So where's the parking? The parking, they have a two-car garage. Oh, that's good. And then they have parking behind the complex. It's just a very small complex right at the corner of Las Posas and Rosewood. And how much is that? Um, It'll probably be five eighty-five. dollars Oh, nice. Yeah, so that one will sell pretty quickly. Right. And then we have 37251, well, Hobby Sage, in Palm Desert, it is a three-bedroom, two-bath. It has a casita. A guest house, right? Which right, is wonderful. like an ADU. Right. And that is a one-bedroom uh, casitas. It's good for family to come and visit. This is in a senior community. It's Sun City in Palm Desert. It's gated, guarded, has a post office, a restaurant. It's, you know, very exclusive. Several calls this week for it. So, And several people who live in there are interested in buying another one in there. So it's very, very nice. And... Um, well, things are heating up on that one for sure. Yes, it has golf courses, it has tennis courts, spas, mm-hmm. pools, yes. everything you can think of. And then it's real close to town, so you have all the amenities of Palm Desert as well. Very, very nice. How about buyers? You got a lot of buyers? I do have a couple of really good, strong buyers. I have uh, somebody looking for a view property. Um, my Gilliard closed, which was my $2.4 million property. Uh, it closed, and out of that property, I have technically five buyers that are looking for view property one is looking right now like I want to find it right now and so there isn't anything on the market and um, if you're thinking of selling your house and you have a view uh, please call us it's a really good time because there's no competition right now so it's a great time to sell still can get top dollar uh, multiple offers um, it's just a good time to sell and it's a good time to buy too. We're going to talk to the lender in a little bit about actually buying mobile homes. It's a different topic this week, but it takes a different kind of loan. So it's interesting. It is. Yeah. And then I have another buyer who um, basically does flips and people are still doing flips in our area. So they're looking for properties that are in disrepair and they go in and fix them up and put money into them and then resell them. Uh, and then we have better inventory. Things are, are nicer and fixed up. So, okay, so what are they looking for? They're looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath, uh, like around the government center mm. in the bird track. Mm. Um, that would be great. Um, down off of Crowley would be great. They're just looking for the standard single-family home, three-bedroom, two-bath, 
priced under seven hundred. Good investment. Yeah. yeah, just for an investment. I have a good one coming up. Don't have it yet, but in the East End, it is a three bedroom, three full baths, two story. Um, it was built in ninety five, and um, it's going to be very very nice. We're getting it fixed up now, and it's probably going to be about eight ninety nine. I think that I have another one coming up in the east end it's a five bedroom three bath and it's all upgraded very very nice the family's moving to thousand oaks that one's going to be about 950 and so things are getting busy again it's nice right it is open houses and everybody's everybody's out and about i think we're going to start seeing a lot of first-time homebuyers come into the market i got several calls this week new homebuyer you know first time you know no matter how old they are i have someone who's like 55 and he's buying a home for the first time which is great you know absolutely yeah so market is starting to pick up it's it's selling time right now spring it's going to get busy it is and we need more inventory we do yes we we we're just dying for more inventory Um, We have a great show lined up for you guys today. We are going to talk about mobile homes. We're going to talk about mobile home financing. We're going to talk about mobile home uh, issues that have come up. We have uh, Sarah Ostrander with us today, and she's going to be talking about some of the issues that people in mobile home parks are having. She's an advocate for for seniors in mobile home parks. It's very interesting. It's a different world out there, and um, it's interesting. So... It is. We have Tiana Sanchez. She is a CEO and founder of Tiana Sanchez International. Uh, she teaches leadership. She's talented, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and a podcast hope of like a real boss with hundreds of episodes reaching over 26 countries. So she will be on and she's going to give us some uh, information uh, in honor of Women's History Month today. And then Janice Aharon Azar is here with us. She is a LMFT, a, cav- a caregiver navigator from Community Memorial Hospital, and she will focus on what caregivers are facing in our county. And then we'll talk about what's happening in Ventura. So lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 015070. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market, or you need assistance, 
assistance in buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are so lucky to have one of our favorite sponsors, Derek Contreras, on the phone with us from Smart Home Mortgage. Hi, Derek. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? How's the newborn? Oh, you know, he's uh, almost five months and he's yelling. So he yells at me and my wife. Oh, he's screaming. yeah, he's screaming, and it's just fun to see him, you know, with his little voice. And, yeah, he's doing great and just so happy and blessed. Um, it's so funny. Just, yeah, just really happy and blessed. You're going to blink, and he's going to be five, and then he's going to be 15. Mine's 14 now. It's like yesterday I was carrying her, you know. Anyway, back to business. So we're talking about <laughs> lending right now, and we're specifically talking about with mobile homes. What? It, it's a different type of world, right? You know, I'm excited to say it's not – too different. Um, there are basically the same requirements, the same debt-to-income ratios, credit scores come into play. If you want to get a mobile home, we need to see you know your income documentation, your asset documentation. We're going to run your credit, um, but it's not it's not too far off the beaten path as to what we normally do with. Um, you know, other single-family residences. So, you know, it's it's not too much different, actually. But don't you have to have at least 10% down to buy a mobile? No. So, actually, if you have, um, we can go as little as 5% down. Really? We need a credit score. Yeah, just a credit score that's above 600. Um, and if you have a credit score as low as 550, we can still do 5% down. It's just that the interest rate is going to be a little higher um, than if you had a, a better credit score. So it's still credit, your rate is still going to be based upon how good your credit score is and how large your down payment is. Um, but even if you have a 550 credit score, we can still get you into a, a mobile home um, with as little as 5% down. Wow. So I have a question, Derek. Do, does the mobile home park come into play when it comes to financing? Do mm-hmm. they have to, I know they have to qualify for the park separately, but does that have any impact on the loan that they're getting? Yes. So just like an HOA, you know, we're going to have to factor in the lease space. So, you know, we have to figure out what the lease space is for your particular park that we're looking at. And also, when you, we complete the application that we send into the lender, we're going to need to know, um, you know, some information about the park info, which we'll get from your realtor. Um, so it does, it does matter where the mobile home park is in. Um, we can't do a loan in a co-op, but I don't think there's any around here. Um, I, you know, I checked, you know, last night and it looks like all the mobile home parks around here, you know, we would, we wouldn't have an issue, um, at all with getting you a loan. Now, what about the age of the mobile? Yes, that's very important. So unfortunately, HUD came into play. Um, you know, if the home is older than 1976, if it was built before June of 1976, unfortunately we can't lend on it. I know there's a lot of them out there. Um, it has to be after June of 1976, and that's because when HUD came into play, um, they're the ones that basically, you know, created that rule. And so, yeah, we can't land on anything that is older than 1976 from uh, June. What if they have, like, 80% down, though? Still, you can't do it? Still can't do it. Okay, no, that's I'm interesting. Yeah. And then what are the interest rates for mobile home loans? Are they different than regular loans? You know, it's, it's actually a... 
a good so mobile home interest rates don't fluctuate as much as the rates that we see for other you know types of properties. I have the same rate sheet. I've been looking at the same rate sheet since October. Same exact rates, nothing's changed. And basically, we're looking at, at rates as low as in the low sevens. Mm. But if you have a poor credit score and you don't have that large of a down payment, they can get up into the 10, the 10 11 range. What's going to be interesting, though, if you have a low credit score and you qualify for the loan, you may not qualify for the park. That's it's interesting. So it's really important to, to you know take your buyers, me and Karen, you know our buyers, and make sure they qualify with the park. I don't even know what you have to have, but it, it they're kind of strict. Well, what you have to have is you have to have three months of the space rent. You have to make three months of the. Well, I think the space it has rent. to actually be in an account so okay. that they make sure that you can afford the space rent because if they let you move in and you can't pay the space rent, it's very difficult for them to get you right, out. Right, right. Because it's your property. But the credit score, too. I think the credit score has it, to be... It matters. It really does matter. And I don't think you can have a bankruptcy. No eviction, for sure. And um, I, But they're very strict, so it's almost important to get qualified with the park, you know, and the loan, right? At the same right. time, you yeah. Know, yeah, no bankruptcy within the past 48 months. Um, no current delinquent credit. They want to see forged trade lines on your credit report. So, yeah, there's a, there's a few hoops that we have to jump through but as i always say the most important thing is come get pre-approved send me the address of the property you're looking at and we can kind of give you peace of mind and let you know like hey if your offer gets accepted your loan is going to go through with a mobile home is it conventional and fha and va and just like a regular loan or is it just a certain type yeah no these are just private investors so it doesn't go by you know fha or conventional guidelines um, so they they pretty much make the rules and they send us, you know, the matrices and the guidelines and then we just adhere to them. But, you know, it doesn't it's not too far off the beaten path. Um, you know, if you if you're thinking about it again, just, you know, contact us, send us your income and asset documentation. And it's not it's not too scary. I promise it'll it'll be an easy process. OK, go ahead. And how how is it different from a manufactured home? So you have a mobile home that doesn't have. You know, that's not on a foundation, and then you have a manufactured home. How is that different? Right. So on a manufactured home, we can do all different types of programs. We can, you know, go FHA, conventional. We can go down payment assistance. It's because the land isn't leased, so you actually own the land on the manufactured home. Again, with manufactured homes, that 1976 rule does come into play, so the manufactured home has to be newer than 1976, but... Um, you know, again, we have more options for a manufactured home and, um, you know, including down payment assistance. So, you know, it's, um, you know, they're, sli- they're slightly different, but, you know, I guess the benefit of having a manufactured home is you do, in fact, own the land um, as well. Interesting. Now, just a different topic in the news, you know, the bank closing this, you know, week, it's kind of scared people. Has that affected interest rates or the market as you see it? I know my boyfriend's an economist and his world's, you know, turned upside down a little bit right now because everyone's kind of freaking out what are you seeing yeah you know in terms of interest rates they we thought they were going to go down a little bit more dramatically uh we follow the treasury yield 10-year bond and that really went down dramatically in these past few weeks the rates haven't went down as dramatically as we would like you know as we thought they would and basically it's they're kind of each bank is looking at everyone else and they're saying well, what are you going to do mm-hmm. well what are you going to do 
And so they're kind of all holding steady because they're in like this free fall. Mm-hmm. They're going on a roller coaster and they're in this free fall and they're holding on as tight as possible mm-hmm. and they're saying, wait, we're not going to change our race until we see what our neighbor is going to do um, because, you know, they, they play off each other. So, you know, I know it's going to be different for, um, you know, builders and, you know, who, you know, basically get their money from regional banks and things like that. But in terms of, you know, the investors that we go to to get our loans for our clients, they're kind of holding steady with their rates. It hasn't really changed too much. You know, we thought, you know, they would be in the fives by now, but we're still in the sixes. Okay. Wow. And what do people need to get pre-approved, Derek? Yeah. So if you're, um, if you're a W-2 employee, send me a copy of your two most recent pay stubs, your W-2s for 2022 and 2021, two months of your bank statements, any other asset statement you'd like to include. If you're a self, uh, if you work, uh, if you're self-employed, then we'll need to see your taxes, tiers of taxes. Obviously, if the taxes don't, um, you know, if you don't have enough income on your taxes, we can do a bank statement program. I like to start off with taxes, though, because the down payment and the interest rate is lower than a bank statement program. So if you can, we'd like to take a look first at your business taxes or your personal taxes with your Schedule C. Um, but, you know, we're always going to sift through every option for you and figure out what the best rate is and what the lowest down payment is, if that's what you're looking for. Perfect. You're so wonderful. Wealth of knowledge. Wealth of knowledge. Tell people where they can find Thank you me. and Smart Home Mortgage. Sure. Um, please call us any day, anytime. Um, we're at the Tall Tower in Oxnard, uh, suite number 105. We're on the first floor, and our phone number is 805-853-3030. Thank you, Derek. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your baby. Thank you kindly. Hopefully it doesn't rain too hard this time. I'm kind of done with the rain. Me too. Yeah, me too. But I know it's coming. We've got another five days to go. (laughs) Thank you for Ugg boots. Exactly. Well, coming up, we have Janice Aharon Azar with us. She is a navigator with uh, caregivers at Community Memorial Hospital. She's going to talk about some of the challenges that caregivers have. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. City of Ventura rental owners, did you know that the City of Ventura is looking at rental ordinances? Tenants have been speaking up. Now, owners, it's your time to speak up. If you want more information, reach out to Rent805 or call us at 805-776-8805. Rent805, we manage your rental so it doesn't manage you. Hi, I'm Seth Doherty, a professional land surveyor with Latitude Surveying. We help homeowners, realtors, developers, contractors, and architects define property lines, create topographic surveys, site plans, and other maps. We service Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. Give us a call at 805-637-1975 or check us out on the web at latitudesurveying.com. Again, this is Seth Doherty with Latitude Surveying at 805-637-1975. Welcome back. County, you are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahoney. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're real excited to have Janice Aharon Azar with us today. Welcome, Janice. We're so glad to have you. Thank you, Karen and Tracy. I really appreciate you having me on the air. Of course. Of course. Well, tell us what an LMFT is. Licensed. <laughs> Licensed. M- medical. Licensed marriage and family therapist. Oh, there okay. you go. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. yes. And and how? What is a caregiver navigator? So a caregiver navigator, it's a it's a very new concept. 
is someone who basically supports caregivers. And when I'm saying caregivers, I'm talking about mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, husbands, wives, friends, neighbors that are caring for someone they love that has a medical, psychological, substance abuse, or developmental disability. Because it's not an easy job. It is, it is really, you know, I have to say, besides having 30 years of experience in the mental health field, I had my own personal experience being my mother's caregiver. She lived in Colorado. She was, had stage three Alzheimer's. So that really opened me up to what caregivers are. We just have no idea what some people in our community and our nation are dealing with. And so what do you do? They, they don't have to be in the hospital in order for you to take care of them, right? No. And actually, in our CMH program, Community Memorial Hospital, they need to be, the patient themselves needs to be a patient in one of our 22 clinics. Okay. That's how our program is designed because it's very, very customized because then I have the ability to do a lot of things. I can attend appointments. You know, I communicate directly and know the doctors. There's just a lot of things I can do. But uh, so caregivers, I do have to say, and it is women's uh, History Month, mm -hmm. it, by and large, are women, not always women, but mostly women. Mm -hmm. uh, and they just have all kinds of situations that I support them with, whether it be doing family therapy or individual therapy. Sometimes I'm helping people with conservatorships, uh, filing adult protective services, child protective services uh, report. It's just a plethora of things that people need help with. That's awesome because it is really hard. I know I have a client right now that the dad has been in assisted living for a while and now the mom has gone to assisted living and the son is just like out of his mind. He's like, I don't, I don't know how to do this. I don't know why you're making me do this. I want to take care of my mom and dad, but I'm out of state. How do I do that, right? And so then that's where you come in. So yes. how, do you, how does that work? Well, yeah, and that, that's, there's just so many tough things that go on with our mobile society. People are all over the place. And this person's other siblings that you're referring to live somewhere else in the state. So we do, I do a lot of uh, family therapy meetings, you know, virtually through telehealth uh, and do a lot of planning. You know, when we're talking about people that become ill in some way, we are usually talking about families. And the ideal thing would be that everybody in a family talks to each other, they can make decisions together, they get along. That is definitely not true. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and so a lot of family dynamics come into place. And so we work on family relationships and really getting people past maybe things that have happened in the family that have been traumatic or unpleasant so they can make the best decisions for the person they love that really needs their help. Right, and then they don't know how to be an advocate for their family. They don't know how to get a hold of the doctor. They don't know what they have to do. Even if they have power of attorney and they are named as a trustee in a trust, it's not about that. That's already taken care of. It's about what do I do for my mom. What if right? there's no one? What if there's just someone who's in there and there, there's no one? Who, what, do you go in and help with that? And how do you handle that? And that's really difficult, and that is absolutely true. There are poor souls that have absolutely no one. 
And, you know, it's part of our master plan in aging in Ventura County um, that caregiving and dementia are two of the cornerstone issues that are really, really high priority because they're at such a high incidence in our county and in the state. For people that have no one, um, you know, I am dealing with usually adult protective services. It usually is a situation where someone needs to get uh, you know, the government needs to get conservatorship of the person so that a public guardian can look out for them. And then I help with the rest of it. So, wow. Um, but, you know, if I don't know if you want to hear a few examples. Sure. But, sure. We okay. don't know exactly. I mean, I get what you do, but I don't know everything that you do. So it's it's really nice for our listeners to know that if they're dealing with somebody, you know, in their family that's not well and they're taking on everything that they know that there's help. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is a lot of caregivers, including myself, when my mom lived a thousand miles away, I didn't know I was a caregiver. I just knew I was doing whatever I could. I ended up moving her out here to take care of her, you know, to prevent a crisis. So caregivers don't necessarily identify as a caregiver. It can start as just picking up somebody's prescriptions, mm -hmm. maybe giving them groceries, and then it can go along all the way into living with that person who cannot complete any what we call activities of daily living. They can't dress themselves, they can't feed themselves, they can't bathe, shower, groom, do any of those things. Um, and so, you know, there's a huge continuum of what a caregiver can be. But for example, Let's talk about, uh, because there is a stereotype with caregivers that this is all about seniors. It's all about old people. It is true the rate of dementia is going up in our nation, in our county, exponentially. So there's certainly a lot of older people with medical things like dementia. Um, but let's take the example of a mom who was working, who has 16-year-old twins, and she has a son who has something called Willie Prater syndrome. That's a genetic disorder that even our doctors don't know a lot about. So here's a poor single mom trying to do her best to work and support her family, and she's got a son that through a genetic disorder that people don't understand has really out-of-the-box behaviors. So part of Willie Prater's is that somebody gorges. They don't reach satiation with food. So he is gorging on food, steals food, and he elopes. He leaves the home. They have cameras all over their home. It's unbelievable. I could go on and on about what this situation is mm. with this poor mother. So you can imagine trying to deal with a situation like this, trying to be a breadwinner. She's had to quit her job. Trying to get respite when you are just absolutely exhausted. And another thing I want to mention is trying to navigate the large system that caregivers deal with which is Veterans Administration, Social Security, mm -hmm. Gold Coast Medi-Cal, insurance companies, Tri-Counties Regional Center, Ventura County Behavioral, all these large systems that are overloaded. They were anyway, but because of COVID, there's less of everything. Uh, and it takes a lot of patience and time to navigate that caregivers don't have. So I'd love to tell you exactly what I do to, to help people, but truly it's different it's in everything. every single case. Every situation. That, like us, like realtors, it's like we don't just show houses. We, no. you know, yeah. we do a little bit of everything. And we hold hand a lot. So that's, that's, that's what we really do. We help people get through that transaction because there is a lot to a real estate transaction. And you do have a lot of things that you've got to do. So um, 
you know, that's what we do. We hold your hand. We make sure that, you know, you can sign a, a particular piece of paper. And if not everybody agrees, then you need to go and be the advocate and say, nope, the attorney did this. We did that. This is why it is. And he's the only one that has to sign. Sometimes it takes hours to get that through some people's heads. So that's who we are, too. We're advocates yes. for helping that transaction go through. You know, Dennis, we're going to have to have you back when you can talk Absolutely. a lot longer because your job is so important. And I think people really need to hear that there's help there and kind of navigate through all of those things. I think there's a lot more to say. Yeah, I would love to. It's really my honor and my privilege to work with caregivers and people. So I have a great deal of respect for what people are going through. And we have no idea. They're just going through it kind of silently. Awesome. So everybody needs to be kind when they're talking to someone because you never know if that person is in crisis no. and just a smile or opening a door for someone or just saying something kind to someone will go a long way. Yep. Absolutely. So tell everybody where they can find you if they have a question or need you, um, a website or some way to reach you. Yeah. Well, I just want to say briefly that we're looking to expand these services to train people in our county and really in the nation, uh, myself and a colleague will be speaking in Minneapolis at a conference in May. Um, so uh, we're looking to expand and teach other people how to mm -hmm. companion and help caregivers. So you can reach me at uh, Community Memorial Hospital. My number is 805-948-5803. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's so such an important job. And we appreciate everything you do for our community. Thanks. Thank you, Karen and Tracy. Awesome. Appreciate it. Well, coming up, we have Sarah Ostrander with us. She is, oh, Tiana. I apologize. We no, we have Tiana. Sanchez. We have Tiana. Sorry. We have Tiana on the line, Tiana Sanchez. And she is a CEO and founder of Tiana Sanchez International. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Moving house this year? Imagine having a gentle, experienced partner to help you prepare and lead the team to pack, move, and completely resettle your new home as you've planned. At Gentle Transitions of California, we call that person a move manager. Why not schedule our no-obligation move planning meeting to find out more? Just call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to get started. That's 800-619-3049 to let us help you move gently this time. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahoney. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're very excited to have Tiana Sanchez with us. She is a CEO and founder of Tiana Sanchez International. She's a leader. She teaches leadership, talent. She has. She's a best-selling author, a keynote speaker, 
and a podcast host host of Like Real Boss, with 100 episodes reaching 26 countries. She is an author of Undefeatable and FD, The Upside of Failure. So welcome, Tiana. We're so glad to have you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me on the show. Good to be here. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved with all this. Well, doing the work that I do now was really um, a divine intervention. I was laid off in 2011, coming on the receiving end of the financial crisis. I worked in financial as a financial um, banker and as a manager, and when they were laying people off, I was one of the people they laid off. And I decided at that point that I didn't really want to go back working into corporate environment for someone else, that I would like to start my own business. And so 90 days after... I got that notice. I started what is now known as Tiana Sanchez International. And so now, 12 years later, we've worked with a whole host of companies from utility organizations, um, aerospace, nonprofit, local government agencies. And we're providing what I hope to be really uh, great services to help these organizations thrive. That's awesome. So what kind of hurdles did you have in doing that? Was it easy? Was it hard? I'm sure every entrepreneur or business owner will say that there was it was it wasn't easy. I don't I don't ever say that it was easy. So there were certainly obstacles. One of the obstacles being financing and funding as a new entrepreneur, especially being a woman of color, the opportunity to get seed money or capital was scarce at the time and I decided to bootstrap so I actually had a savings from my account and I exhausted those savings to literally start my business. So one of the obstacles was the financial obstacle, but the other one, which was crystal clear to me, was that I had never run a business before. So I didn't have the business acumen. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't even have the contacts or the network. So going into starting a business, one of the things that I did early on, Karen, was I went back to the companies that I had worked for as a W-9 employee and started rebuilding those relationships. And interestingly enough, one of the companies that I had worked with became one of my very first clients when I started my brand new business. And so tell us a little bit about what you do in your business. Yes. So we essentially help evaluate leadership effectiveness from the inside out. And so what that looks like is we will work with organizational leaders and we help to assess their effectiveness. We created a, a document. It's called the Propeller 360. And what it does It assesses an organization's effectiveness on 10 pillars, and those 10 pillars include a unified vision, having clear roles and responsibilities, um, skills and competencies, high-impact activities, leadership effectiveness, effective communication, strong accountability, generational and cultural intelligence, success habits, and performance management. So we ask the leaders to go through these assessment and we give them a grading scale so it's a, they get a scorecard at the end of it to see where they are and from that assessment we're able to pinpoint what are their most critical areas of opportunity so out of those 10 there may be two or three that really stand out and so that helps us in a very targeted approach to say okay these are all this is where you scored in all 10 but these three right here is where we want to focus our attention and so we will provide depending on what they are We'll provide some consultation, some strategy. If it's leadership effectiveness, we may provide training and development for staff. We may provide um, executive coaching. So there's a whole host 
of services that we may provide. So what kind of communication advice can you give our audience, uh, our listeners, when you're the only woman in the room? Well, having been the only woman in the room many times, I think that in of itself is, is, is a predicament, but we can see it as an obstacle or we can see it as an opportunity. And so um, for me, being the only in the room, and if, whether that's the only woman, the only woman of color, the only woman with a disability, whatever your only is, it's important that you utilize your voice, that you, that you learn how to speak assertively and that you communicate what it is that you need. I like looking at the audience in the room, who's in the room. People typically make decisions one of two ways. They're either think, they either use like a, a feeling style or lo- logic and data. And so when you're the only in the room, and this is for anybody, you want to look at your audience. If I'm looking to influence or persuade a decision in a particular direction, who's on the receiving end of that? So if it's someone who's a feeling decision maker, I'm going to be, I'm going to be offering ideas and opinions that relate to feeling. How is this going to affect our organization? How is this going to affect the people that we serve? How is this going to affect how our employees see us as leaders? So that's the feeling side. If I'm a fact-based person that's in front of me, then I'm going to come with numbers. Okay, how is this going to increase our productivity? How is this going to increase our effectiveness or efficiencies? And so being the only in the room means you got to do a little extra preparation um, and also be assertive in your approach but using it as an opportunity and not an obstacle. Here's the other thing, Karen, I would say. Being the only in the room means that you don't have to accept if there's inappropriate um, behavior in the room. You have to be willing to call out if you feel dismissed or overlooked. There's a new study that was done by, by the Women of Influence just this last year, Karen, and they talked about how there's this new syndrome. It's called the tall poppy syndrome. And this is something that occurs when women in the workplace are being belittled and attack for just climbing the, the career ladder, for being too ambitious. And the poppy comes from when poppies grow too tall, they get cut so that they can be the same size as everyone else. And so these are real things that are happening in our workplaces, and we have to be willing to speak out against those. Well, in honor of Women's History Month, we're so excited to say that that we need people like you. We need people to stand out. We need people to... Uh, acknowledge the talents of women and what we do so give us three tips of what you can do for to uh, acknowledge women's history month well if you're an organization you can have you know a celebration or an honor um, women but inviting both men and women i was i spoke at an event this week for an entertainment industry company and they had a celebratory event so you can acknowledge them um, through an event where you invite uh, someone to speak, a guest speaker, or do something like that. Um, some companies have the ability to have employee resource groups or ERGs or EBRGs, and they can create women in technology. You can span that. It could be women's group. It could be women in technology. It could be women engineers. And so that, I think, is something to do. But then also look at the history. Look at the Look at the women in history that have made contributions. I think this should be done not just in the month of March, which is Women's History Month, but also throughout the entire year because there's incredible inventors and artists and and engineers and astronauts and women that are really crushing it in their field that we want to make sure to highlight and acknowledge. And so those are just a couple of very quick tips that people anywhere can do. Great. Well, give give us an idea of where people can find you and how they can reach you if they have a question. 
Yes. So you can find me at tianasanchez.com, and there's some information there. You can also get my books, and, and the name of the books is F-Step. I know it's a little hard to pronounce, but it's F-Step, The Upside of Failure and Undefeatable. And you can reach me at tiana at tianasanchez.com is my email address. Love to connect with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Very We're so glad to have you. Well, coming, Thank you. Coming up, we have Sarah Ostrander. She is a senior advocate for mobile homes. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Hi there, I'm Pola, and I'm the Psychic on the Avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life, and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, both located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code Girls on Air. I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahoney. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Sarah Ostrander with us. She is a senior advocate for mobile homes. So welcome. We're so glad to have you. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm, as you said, Sarah Ostrander. I'm the president of one of the local chapters of GSMOL. That stands for the Golden State Manufactured Homeowners League. And we're a statewide nonprofit supporting manufactured and mobile homeowners um, in the capital and our local community. And GSMOL has been around for over 60 years. In Ventura, the Ventura city limits, there are 16 mobile home parks, and there are two that are what they call within the sphere of influence, and with a total of 2,150 lots. So that's a lot of people, a lot of votes. Is it all mobile home um, owners or just the senior ones? Because there are two family parks in Ventura. There, there, that includes both, okay. but uh, GSMLL advocates for um, all types of parks. Okay. So, um, how do they help mobile home owners as opposed to regular home owners? Um, well, because manufactured homes, you know, are built differently, there are different laws. Um, there is a law that's called the uh, Mobile Home Residency Law or the MRL, which defines what uh, rights the homeowners have mm -hmm. because. 
uh, many of the homeowners, you know, we own the home, but we rent the land, right? Yes, we rent the land. Yesterday, I went online and their mobile home prices are ranging from 189,000 to 750,000. Oh, yeah. yes. oh, sure, they can be up there. They're nice too, really nice ones, They're you know. Really, really nice. And a lot of people, um, you know, back in the early days, people referred to them as trailer parks and yeah, right. Not so much know, anymore. Not, yeah, no, no. Yeah. So, um, in Ventura, twelve of the parks are um, on rent under the uh, Rent Stabilization Act mm-hmm. for mobile homes. And what does that mean? Um, that means that um, the rent for the lot is based on the consumer price index. Okay, that's good. But there is a cap of a 5% increase per year. Okay, kind of like rental control, right? Yes. Yeah, for, okay. Yes, and that's very helpful because in the county, I believe it's an 8% oh, cap. Oh, sure. They can be up there, too. The space so, rent can be very high some places, you know? Yes, yes, it is. I have one in Imperial right now, and the space rent is 798 and that's just for the space rent. I mean, they still have to pay trash, sewer, you know, so it just, they can be high. They can And be if they high. don't pay cash, they have a mortgage. Oh, yes. sure. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And so many of these people are on, you know, senior citizens. Some of them bought their home. You know, I have people in, in my uh, park that have lived there for 20 years. What so park do you live in? I live in Buena Ventura Park. Okay. Off I've of sold Darling sev- Road. several in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're still living on, you know, they only get cost of living increases through their social security then there are people who are you know make under a thousand dollars a month that's very so they're really feeling the crunch and many of them are afraid they're going to lose their homes oh yeah and that's because the space rent is is going up significantly in most of these parks we were talking about that earlier that it's hard to qualify to live in the park you know i had clients who were going to buy the mobile all cash and they had good credit but they had a bankruptcy or something like that. But they were going to buy it all cash and made money, and they did not qualify to get, move in the park. And mm. if you don't qualify for the park, you don't get to buy mm. that mobile home. No. Right. Yes. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, and uh, so GSMOL works with the legislature, as I said before, to create laws. There's several laws that they're working on right now. Um, you know, Warren Buffett back in 2003 um started into the mobile home market and he built and mainly financed mobile homes and made a lot of money that way but he also urged investors to um purchase the park because there is he said he said called it a moat around the park because people have bought the home you can't really move a mobile home very easily not anymore yeah no and um, in effect, the, you know, they're stuck. And yeah. so he said, you can continue raising prices, you know, rents as much as you want. Oh, yeah. So um, some people would like uh, Warren Buffett and some other pe- investors to start a trust fund so that residents can buy their own park. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, there are a couple, I think, in uh, Ventura that the people own the land. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's, I think it's Poinsettia Gardens. Poinsettia and, Gardens. And, uh, well, I know um, Country Estates, there's the share. You can own the share, but you can also not have a share. 
But mm-hmm. I think those are the only two where you, I think, where you own the land in Ventura. Right. I've done several mobile homes over the past couple of years just for various different reasons. But it's very interesting. Let's take a quick break. Do you want to come back and have yes, a or more? Absolutely. This is very interesting. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 015070. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Come to Ventiki in downtown Ventura at the corner of Fern, Maine for happy hour food and drinks from 4 to 6 p.m. and enjoy a specialty drink by one of our cocktail shamans, where you will be amazed by the aloha spirit the moment you walk through our A-frame archway and sit around our fire pit on our open patio. See you soon. Mahalo. Call us at 805-667-8887. Once again, that's 805-667-8887. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are bringing back Sarah Ostrander with us. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. So interesting. I love it. Yeah. It's a different world out there dealing with mobile homes and the rights and stuff. And, you know, it's, you know, I just think it's ironic because it can be very hard to qualify to get into a mobile home. Um, But some people want to, you know, it's just, it's just interesting. It, it is interesting. I never thought I would live in a mobile home. I had a Mm. four bedroom home in Michigan. Mm Mm-hmm but it was on two levels. And, and one of the things I was looking for was um, some place with just one level, oh, yeah. easier to navigate. Uh, my husband was ill at the time, and and I thought it would be easier for him. Sure. Um, plus, moving into a mobile home park, there's a lot of advantages for sure. senior citizens as far as um, a community. Yes, a community neighbors. Neighbors. You there's know, a pool, last, and yeah. Last night we had a... Uh, St. Patrick's Day event yeah. with we had Rubens and fun snacks and yeah it was fun it got some people out of their homes that haven't been out much in the last three years it's so. interesting too when you have clients I have clients who oh I never moved on a mobile home and then we show them a mobile home and all of a sudden it's the favorite you know oh my gosh I love it and I want my parents to move into one it just seems so much simpler and um you know friends are around and it's community and you know, and they're nice. The home, they're, I think they're very nice. We've well, and some. people look after each other. You yeah. know, they really do. It's like living in a, a small community that everybody's kind of family. You know, exactly. if somebody needs something, you're the first one to go over there and give whatever they need. Right. It's just how it is in a mobile home park. Right. And that's awesome. That's very, that's very special. Yeah. But some parks act differently. I had one, I won't mention the park, but they wouldn't 
let the buyers try and qualify for the park until we had an offer accepted. Well, but the offer to be accepted is based on the fact that you qualify with the park. So it's like, how do we do this here? You know? Um. So that was a different, I'll talk to you about it off the air, it was a different situation because that kind of seemed pointless to me. You can't qualify with the park and you can't get your offer accepted. How are we going to move forward with anyone, right? I've had that situation myself. And talk about, um, you can actually move a mobile out of the park and put a new one in, correct? Yes, you can. But, but it's not so easy, right? It's not so easy right now. There's a lot of, uh, of course, laws governing that. And um, as I understand it, it, to get a new mobile home now, is it like a six to seven month waiting oh, period? Oh, it's so expensive, too. Very expensive. Very, very expensive. Well, because they make them to order. So, but if you have, like we have a couple different manufacturers like Sunshine Mobile Macy's. Home Parks and Macy's. They have them on their lots, and they have spaces to store them, if you will. And so you can walk in there and buy a new mobile home, mm -hmm. but you don't have a place to put it. No. So then you have to look for that one that's going out. Right. And then oh. you usually have to pay for that person to move it out Right. that they can't sell it. And then you're allowed to move that new one in. And I had one where they were forcing the owner to move his out because it, someone had passed away there but now it was deemed um not habitable and so they were making the owner m sell it to move it out and so it was he was gonna have to pay to move it but not own it and it was like didn't seem fair to me you know and then someone else is going to pay to move it in why couldn't he just sell the one that was there yeah know. there's a lot of weird rules about that i've been in that situation too it, there are a lot of weird rules and and um Sometimes the people, you know, they can't cope with, with all of these, especially, you know, some of the older people oh, sure. who, um, you know, as long as everything goes off smoothly, they do fine. But right. when they have a little bump, it becomes very difficult. They're, the fear takes over. Oh, they're, sure. they're very afraid sometimes. So where can they go to find out their, you know, the laws or how they can be protected? Um, they can go on a line to gsmol.org um, and get a copy of the um, MRL, which is the Mobile Home Residency Law. Okay. They can also uh, check with, because there is an ordinance in Ventura to regulate rents and other things. Um, and there's also Title 25, I believe, of the Civic Civil Code. Okay which uh, regulates um, other um, things about like how close you can be to lot lines, things like that, um, you know, because some of the uh, large predatory companies come in to buy a park and they really don't have, uh, you know, all they see is the bottom line. They're not really they don't really care about yeah. some of the homeowners the it's way... It's about the money, yeah. Yeah, some of the older people who first established the parks, you know, mom and dad, mom and pop, if you want to call them people, or, you know, local investors. You know, people are coming in from Chicago and New York, and they're not so much interested in the person. That's right. Wow. So well, where can people contact you um, if they have questions? Um... I guess my uh, email is ostrander 
dot Sarah S A R A at uh, gmail dot com. Perfect. Thank Great. you so much for thank all you, you do. Thank you for everything you do because everybody needs an advocate. And thank you for doing everything thank you, you do. Thank you so much for the information. Oh. Great great show today. Great information, right? Absolutely. Again, tomorrow at 312 Rogers Street in Imperial Mobile Home Park. Open house from 12 to 3. Three-bedroom, two-bath upgraded. Corner lot. It'll be open from 12 to 3 tomorrow. So come see one of our um, workers. He'll be there holding it open. Awesome. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you next week. Okay.